This is a show for the leaders of tomorrow. You're listening to stories of innovators creating groundbreaking technology and change makers that are shaping the way we live our lives. I'm your host Hussain and you're joining me while we're peeking into the future. Welcome to the Spark Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Spark Podcast. Our guest today is the founder and CEO of MySun, India's largest online rooftop solar platform. Having received a seed funding of 2.5 million dollars in 2016, MySun is one step closer to redefining the way we perceive and utilize energy. With over a decade's experience in the solar industry, please welcome Mr. Gagan Varmani. Thank you. Mr. Varmani, you founded an online platform called MySun 3 years ago. What is MySun's vision and what are you trying to accomplish? Well, we founded MySun when we realized that uh, after having seen the growth of large-scale solar industry at the pace that it was growing at that point in time, uh, we saw an absolute lack of uh, work on the on the decentralized or the rooftop solar generation. When we compared it with the government of India targets, uh, we realized that there was absolutely so much that was needed to be done on the rooftop space as compared to whatever was happening on the large scale uh, projects so that's where we realized when the cost of solar power has been dropping so significantly and still the end consumers people like you and i and the industries or the commercial establishments were not adopting solar that's where we started looking deeper into the uh, into the dynamics of this business you know and further started digging out what are the reasons why the market is not growing why the consumers are not adopting solar the way they should be and uh, you know that's where we started uh, coming up with this idea of an online platform where not only uh, you know an internet based medium allows you to reach out to a larger audience uh without any bias or restrictions on locations but it also allows you to speak to them in a certain manner get the feedback and then you know tweak your your messaging in such a manner so that you know you can reach out to them with a message that they understand the language that they understand and how can we make solar much more you know acceptable to to consumers so that was the whole idea mm-hmm. right how do you feel the market has matured over these past few years significantly i think uh, no one would have imagined even i hadn't imagined that the market would grow to such levels that it has done today we realized that the bulk of the market was primarily run like a cottage industry the consumers were basically the consumers for uh, home lighting kits or primarily the rural end of the customers and who were being catered to by a subsidy driven tender driven so that's where when we started seeding the the policy makers the decision makers the the regulatory authorities and the distribution companies about the idea of large scale solar and how it can uh, benefit the uh, the indian economy in a, in a in a way that it should uh, and then we brought in a lot of exposure to the indian policy makers to towards what was happening in europe at that point in time germany was leading and there was they were just unstoppable at that point in time in terms of the growth rates in renewable energy space we were pretty surprised when the government started you know listening to started drafting a policy in 2008 january was the first time when government of india came up with a with a small uh, it was large at that point in time a 50 megawatt program for solar farms it was both for pv and thermal since then we have seen uh, 
uh, you know the previous uh, regime coming up with the 20 gigawatt target the new the existing regime increasing it to 100 uh, gigawatts by 2022 and actually not doing a bad job at it uh, we have already seen the total installations go beyond 20 gigawatts which is a great sign from 24 crores a megawatt to today less than 4 crores a megawatt i think uh, uh, it wouldn't have been possible if uh, someone would not have thought about reaching this kind of scales sometime back in 2008. Right, sir. When you say the government's focus towards renewable energy has increased quite a lot since 2008, but the focus has been primarily remained with large-scale solar parks and, as you said, centralized production. So with new entrepreneurs entering the market, there isn't yet a one-size-fits-all solution. What do you think and which market segment do you feel that we should prioritize to achieve the targets that are being set? Um, well, it's a it's a chicken and egg situation. In order to reduce the cost of any product, and in that in this case, let's talk about solar, it's very important to have a significant economies of scale. And now, when the costs have come down to such low levels that it has already started making a lot of sense for everyone to switch to solar. I repeat it by saying everyone to every anyone who consumes energy today, it makes a lot of financial sense whether it's a residential customer or a commercial, industrial, or anyone else, uh, to switch to solar. It's, a, it's purely on a financial returns basis, without the utility scale costs uh, coming down. What is the motivation for a potential consumer to switch to solar in rural and urban areas of India? When we started thinking about this venture, the first thing, you know, what we did was to understand the benefits of solar in financial terms for a residential customer. Mm -hmm. And we thought, okay, let's let's look at how, why would a residential customer who has access to a rooftop would uh, would want to uh, switch to solar? And then, you know, from a financial perspective, we realized that if I invest, let's say, three lakhs or five lakhs in a solar system, the returns on my investment, the yield that I get post tax, is much more than any other asset class. Even if even more than uh, if I invest the same amount of money in a real estate uh, or stock markets, my returns from solar are uh, much higher and less risky. And we were so you know, excited with the results that we ended up doing it for almost each and every pin code in the country and for each type of customer, developing a beautiful set of algorithms so that we can, do, we can present to the customers a very easy to use tool whereby, uh, you know, they, with more than 95% accuracy, any customer anywhere in the country can just by just giving us three simple inputs can understand how they are going to benefit from solar. Right. So, so from your innovation and the, the algorithms that you develop, the information is ready for a consumer to access. But we haven't reached a stage where a consumer thinks about buying a solar panel the same way he would think of buying any other commodity, for example, a car. How do you feel this mindset can be achieved going forward? So that was the second challenge, you know, because solar is not a lifestyle product. Mm -hmm. So there is not a ready demand. You know, we, we thought of, uh, uh, we, we thought that a marketplace model would be the best suited for, in, uh, for, for, for solar. But pretty soon we realized that marketplaces only work for products where you already have a ready demand. We just can't keep on hopping about trying to sell solar. We have to, you know, uh, sow the seeds where people actually start demanding solar. They should start wanting to buy solar. And, you know, it's not easy because what you are trying to do is you're actually trying to 
change the conception or change the notion about energy amongst Indian consumers. And energy is a boring subject. No one really in our drawing rooms, we really talk about uh, you know, uh, energies. So right. that, you know, that's where we started spending a lot of time in uh, understanding and then experimenting different ideas. One of the experiments which I would like to mention here, which we are, which we are quite excited about having done, we started off with Mumbai. Uh, we went to Pune, Hyderabad, Bangalore, multiple cities across India. You know, anyone who's uh, fond of capturing uh, photographs, uh, you know, so we organized a photo walk. Uh, let's say in Mumbai, people walked across the beach and, uh, you know, about 150, 200 people gathered on one fine evening and uh, they just clicked photographs and just uploaded. So we converted it into a contest. Right? But the idea was that anyone who's coming, what they are, the message, underlying message was that they're capturing the sun. And mm -hmm. they're trying to relate it to capturing the sun for generating energy. You know, so, you know, so, and we got a huge response across cities. Uh, but you're right, uh, you know, we have to move from the concept of, from the idea of selling solar to a, to a stage where people start demanding solar. Right, sir. I, I'm, I'm very fascinated by your belief that you have. And that's something that I share with you, that energy is a very boring subject, not something that anyone wants to speak about. A lot of solar companies are trying to sell on the same aspect. They're trying to sell the technology behind it. On the other hand, your company is particularly focused on branding and making the sun or solar energy more personalized. Is this something that is the need of the hour now, since we're talking about a large-scale adoption? So, absolutely. I... Uh, you know, you you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, people don't want to understand it. They don't need to actually. Even if they want to, they don't need to get into the details of how the technology works. I mean, you can compare it with any other consumer product. People buying refrigerators or a TV, they don't really get into uh, how a compressor works or how exactly. an LED tube works, right? So, the and that that and that, that situation in solar has happened because we have been used to selling solar rather than understanding from a customer perspective what he really wants right so what we realized quite early there were about 5000 solar companies in india and surprising thing is not a single brand when we spoke to customers they have no clue who is a better company and who is not whom to right. buy right so so our motto from day one had been we not only need to make it easy for consumers to buy solar, we also need to make it much more reliable. Solar is very unique in terms of its uh, uh, execution or installation at a customer's location. A residential customer like me, I would like to be treated in the same manner I'm treated when I'm to buy a car or a high-end LED TV or something like that. Second, I want it very easy. Right? Someone should come, no noise made, no fuss made. They come to my roof and come and install it in one day, two days. Right? Absolutely solar to a residential customer has to be sold like any other product. It cannot be sold as an industrial product. Right, sir. So when you say that a brand needs to deliver the right quality, how does the locally manufactured goods, say a panel that's manufactured in India, compare against Chinese counterpart or a Singapore counterpart? I'm a firm believer of the manufacturer rather than the country from where it comes from. Fortunately or unfortunately, more than 80% of the solar manufacturing globally uh, happens in China today. Mm -hmm. So you would have the best of best and the largest of uh, the solar companies in China, and you would have the the worst, the smallest companies with, with very poor quality also existing. So so you have to choose. You have to, the people have to spend effort in diligence in terms of understanding what which company you're buying it from, 
doing your uh, initial uh, quality inspections on on those manufacturing lines and then uh, you know delivering those products to the customers so you know if indian companies want to manufacture good quality they can you know we have all the capabilities and the know how to do that right it's wrong to compare an indian versus chinese or a singaporean or some others we have to look at the company that we are buying it from right mm-hmm. we have to look at the track record of the company whether they have established uh, quality control systems and see once a panel is uh, out in the market or it's deployed somewhere no one can tell whether it's a good bad or poor panel by just looking at it so basically when you are buying solar you are actually relying on the the experience the brand the trust that solar manufacturer has developed in himself i think it's the company rather than whether it's an indian or chinese Right. So, so a while ago, the government implemented safeguard duties to protect local manufacturers. How does this affect the growth of the solar industry? Well, I have been quite vocal about with my views uh, on on the safeguard duty, mm-hmm. and without mincing any words, I think this is a regressive step which uh, was taken, uh, primarily on two accounts. One, from a rooftop solar perspective, it pushed back a lot of investment decisions by end consumers because suddenly. you know they realize that uh, you know if they are getting x rupees per watt the new price is 20 uh, rupees plus to to that price right which is a significant which is like let's say 15 20% increase in the price right so it suddenly puts decision making in a delay or a slowing mode second we don't know who is getting safeguarded in this case which is just two years that too also with a phase reduction manner and uh, you know so no one is going to make manufacturing decisions even if the intent was to get global players to come and set up manufacturing bases in india just giving them a two year uh, vision of policy is uh, you know is not going to attract anyone and that has been the case we haven't heard of any even a single uh, investment decision which would have come after the safeguard duty mm-hmm. so we don't know who is it going to benefit but we are very sure and we know who is it going to uh, you know impact and that impact is not only to the end consumers because they are delaying their decisions to go solar and therefore buying uh, paying more for uh, grid energy for maybe 2 years more uh, but also to the solar industry a lot of businesses which have been established around uh, this concept because suddenly if you see your market uh, levels going down you know and that is one of the reasons why you don't see uh, too many investors because investors are also want a long term uh, policy vision in any country the government still doing a lot to propel the renewable energy adoption in india which policy of the government has benefited your business greatly it's difficult to say which but, but i think one thing which has benefited the solar industry particularly ours uh, or everyone's is the fact that they continue to focus on large scale projects which helped reduce the cost of solar in the country to such low levels i don't think this would have been possible the prices would have been uh, you know what they are today if we hadn't seen this kind of scale in the country this has also ensured that the policy makers that the that the discoms the regulators so now when we go out and talk solar no one questions they just talk commercials mm-hmm. right three years four years back people would question why solar there so many challenges blah 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 today that thing is out of the question because there's so much hype there's so much media talk there's just so much coverage people you know hear about solar every day that that question of viability of solar has gone away and so what advice would you share with the policy makers of our country uh, well <laughs> plenty of things but i think uh, 
one thing which I would like to say that having brought down the cost of solar to the levels it is today with a, with a combined effort from industry and government, if we want uh, solar to grow as an industry, government should get out of the way, mm -hmm. right? Solar makes huge financial sense at today's cost. So there is no reason for subsidies for solar. Of course, we needed it five years, six years back. Today, when, when we know that, you know, any consumer of solar is going to financially benefit from it, I think government should play a more enabling role rather than trying to control. And the more enabling role comes in ensuring that the distribution companies uh, are supportive of uh, deployment of solar. Right. Mr. Vamani, what is one myth about green energy that you can debunk for us today? Traditionally, we have seen the biggest myth uh, about green energy that the consumers uh, used to have or even some have today is that it's a it's a corporate social responsibility. It's a, it's a green, but it's not for us. Mm -hmm. You know, I I I think that myth to a large extent has been broken and it is break, getting break, broken away. You know, with every passing day. Uh, so I, I just repeat, green energy, especially solar, uh, because of its very nature, you know, it's there for each one of us. Anyone, I repeat, which I started in the beginning, anyone who consumes energy today, it's a great financial reason for them to move to solar energy. All right, Mr. Varmani, with that, let's wrap up the interview with one advice for entrepreneurs that are trying to enter the space and be the leaders of tomorrow. Well, uh, I think my advice would be there's a lot of room for growth. There's a lot of opportunity. The, I mean, what the potential the country holds, I think not even 1% of, of that has been, uh, you know, implemented today. So there's a huge opportunity. There's a lot of room for multiple companies to play and uh, make an impact. My advice would be think long term. Don't think uh, that I have to make justice to this business in one year or two years that is not going to happen in this industry. You have to think, if you're prepared to play the long haul, then come and uh, you know, enter this business. Right, you heard that from Mr. Gagan Varmani, the founder and CEO of India's largest online rooftop solar platform called MySun, with the highest priority on educating people about the benefits of solar and providing a remarkable customer experience besides best-in-class quality. Thank you so much for your time, sir, and we're very grateful to host you on the Spark podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Spark Podcast. Join the solar energy revolution and train under experts from the industry. Click on the link in the description to find solar installation, solar design, and business training courses. I'll see you in the next episode of the Spark. Till then, goodbye.